And that's what I decided. I'm going to murder my mother. But I didn't feel that I had to uh, face what I had done ever. He killed 33 times. I'm the king, man. I decide who's does what and where they do it at. So next time you see me, <laughs> I will kill you. I'm not going to give out free advertising for tire companies that aren't fucking paying me any money. Well, no, but it's just, you know, talking about tires for 30 minutes instead of something someone wants actually listening to. We could probably, I could probably talk about tires for 30 minutes because I just put tires on my Forerunner and I looked up so much shit about tires that, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. To the point where I was like at red lights, like looking at other trucks' tires and be like, what kind of fucking tires? Those look cool. What kind of fucking tires are those? You know what I mean? Oh, totally. But the thing is, I'm so frugal. And I'm still operating like I was making like 16000 a year for so long. So I spend most of my day thinking about like the stuff that I can put on my truck, like the camper shell, the, the, the new tires that I want to get. But I won't Google it because it's like I don't like to window shop. And I know like I'm not ready to pull the trigger on like that's so much money. So it's like I take my time and it's but it's such a nightmare. Like I would rather just not go through any of it because now you're just thinking about shit that you want to do, but you don't want to fucking pull the trigger on yeah i'm like that constantly because i want to buy things and then i have this bad habit of being like oh when i get paid i'm gonna buy that when i get paid i'm gonna, I'm gonna buy yeah, this and then when i get paid i'm like but then i get paid and i'm like that's yeah, kind of expensive i don't want to buy that reality yeah. like oh this is actually stuff i have to spend my money on so well then i think about it, i'm like do i really want this thing or do i really need this thing i'm like probably not well then, i do like, a lot of that week, yeah, if you don't, I think constantly about it for do that. I do that or, with groceries. Or I'll think about how long I've gone without it. Like for I mean, me, like, do I really need it? Well, I, you know, like that's why I don't have a, a microwave. I haven't had a microwave for years. I think the only time I had a microwave was when you and I lived together. Oh, I have to have a microwave. Well, I, the thing is, I I see, I'm single. I live alone, so it's easy for me. Like I mean, I like to cook every now and then. I, usually, I'll throw some shit on the grill. I think that's easier than cooking in the kitchen. But I will. I just have to. Yeah. I, I get to stop myself from like buying microwavable foods when I'm grocery shopping. I shop a little healthier. I'm not buying just like fish sticks and shit and stuff that you can just like throw in the microwave real fast. Nice. But no, I mean we uh, like before bed we'll give Noah like a bottle of warm milk like and then uh, you know to get him ready for bed. So we pretty much have to have a microwave. But dude, I mean yeah, I mean oh, this is the last thing. Convenient, it, but it's like a this is the last phone. thing. This is the last thing I'm going to talk about before we get into the, what the episode's about when we do the intro and everything. But we, uh, if you guys are – I'm going to do this plug because they deserve it, and I used it when Noah was a baby, and it's the greatest thing we ever bought. If you are pregnant or you're trying to have a baby or you have a baby that is under a year old and you can't give them uh, regular milk yet, go out and buy a baby Breeza. Seriously, it's $200. I think they're like 180 at, at Best Buy. I think that's where we got ours. Because when we went in, I was going to buy an iMac, and I walked out with a fucking baby Breeza. Okay, so for the people that don't have kids or desire to have kids, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm getting to it. Hold on now. So it's basically a Keurig for your baby bottle. So what you do is there's a, there's a, there's a deal up top, like a bowl deal, that spins, okay? You put the formula in there. You fill it up to the fill line. And then there's a tank on the side. You fill it up to the fill line with water. And, dude, it has buttons on the front. You want an 8-ounce bottle? Boom. Press 8 ounces. It dispenses the shit. It warms it. And it mixes it. It's the greatest thing in the world if you're having a baby. Because when that baby wakes up in the middle of the night 
and it's screaming and crying, the last thing you want to go in there and do is grab that little scoop and put it in the bottle and put the milk and shake it up and put it in the microwave. No, 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 no. You go in there, you put the bottle under the fucking deal, you press the button, it spits that shit out into the bottle, you pop it in the baby's mouth, and boom, you're back to sleep. And so is the baby. And it's... This is not a sponsored ad. I just really am passionate about how much easier that thing made my life. Mm-hmm. So I... If you have a baby and you feel like spending $200 and you think it's worth it before they turn a year old and you can give them regular milk, just go out and buy that shit. It is 100% worth the money, I promise you. I didn't regret it for a second when I bought it. But now we should get to the episode. There you go. There you go. That's your plug for that. We also have a big cartel, but we don't have baby breezes on there. Um, Again, Noah is in the room. Pretty soon I'm going to have to stop announcing it because he's just going to be in the room on every episode now. Uh, because Elsa works late and I can record before she gets home. So he's in here. If you hear a little background noise or you hear some yelling or talking and stuff, it's just him. You're not losing your mind. Speaking of which, where is he? (laughs) (laughs) All right, no, he's here. He's still in here. Um, But no, you're not losing your mind. It's just my son, and he's in the background making a little bit of noise. But today it is... Okay, let me do the intro because we start talking and then I forget... Just like we forget to clap sometimes and it messes everything up in post. You get excited. I do get excited. I love doing this. I look forward to it. Especially now that I don't have to do the research and all that fucking reading. But, uh, no, welcome to the Chilling Truth Podcast. I am Corey. This is Johnny. And I changed it up a bit. I'm not saying, and I'm joined by Johnny. I'm going to start saying, and this is Johnny. So it gives the illusion that we're in the same room. Yeah, but I like how you bring it up every... Time. Yeah, because I feel bad, man. I feel obs- Yeah, we all I'm, know that now. Yeah. I mean, well, now I'm going to say it every time. And you've said it at least half of those. What if there's a new listener in here and they're like, wow, that dude's a dick for just making Johnny an afterthought? I got to let him know that I feel bad. Yeah, I don't know, I guess, yeah. Maybe he's really into Ed Gein. Or she's into Ed Gein. I don't know. Cool. Speaking of Ed yeah. Gein. Speaking of Ed Gein. Right, I gave it away. Anyway, uh, today we're doing part two of Ed Gein. This is going to be the last of him. And uh, we got some good stuff coming up. I know I talk about that a lot, and then we never get to some of it, but we do got some stuff coming up. We have a research assistant now. Yeah. Uh, Noah's making a bunch of noise. As well. Like, it's been a while. It, it wasn't supposed to take this long, but scheduling and... Anyway. Oh, yeah. Everything's We try to stick to the two-week but it schedule, never but yeah, it's, it's it hard, hard, it rarely it's really hard happens. to stick to. It really is, because you think two weeks is a long time, but then the week goes by and you're like, fuck, we still have to record, we still have to edit, we still have to post. Like, it's a lot. Yeah, for sure. You know, we don't just hop on here and record and then I post the episode right after. Like, there's a lot of post stuff that goes on that we have to do uh, and all that kind of stuff. But no, today we're talking about Ed Gein. Uh, we got some good stuff coming up. Brittany's going to be helping us out with some research. She's going to be on a couple episodes. It's It's... We have a team now, which is making the show move a lot smoother, so we should have less gaps between episodes, I hope. Yeah, man. Yeah. But last time we left off with Ed Gein, we were talking about uh, his psychology, for one thing, which I'm definitely going to get into on this episode. But what we did, we listed off what was found in his home, and we talked about Mary Hogan. But we never mentioned who she was. And her and Bernice Warden, actually. So we're going to get into his actual murders. Now, these were the real... Well, I mean, I think digging up graves is a crime, right? That's illegal? You can't oh, just do that. Oh, it's absolutely illegal, yes. Okay. Yeah, you have to In have, 1957, like, uh, it's, it's though? It's not a it warrant. It was illegal? What, 19 what? 
57? That was a legal stool. Yeah, no, I would say that it probably was. I mean, yeah, yeah, you like, there's, like, red tape you got to go through. Like, you got to, there's got to be, like, substantial evidence to, to need to investigate a, a body enough to exhume it, for sure. Yeah, I can, I can see that. Yeah, so I guess you would need a, a, a some type of license or some type of certification to dig up a dead body. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I would and really I don't Google think, it, but I don't know the rules in 1950s. I don't think Ed Gein had one, though. I'm going to go ahead and say no. Kind of like how Gacy said his only crime was operating a funeral parlor without a license. Right, right, which right. Which is kind of funny. But no, so on the morning of November 16th, 1957, Plainfield hardware store owner Bernice Warden disappeared. So a, Pla- a Plainfield resident did, support, did report that the hardware store's truck had been driven out from the rear of the building at around 9.30 in the morning, and the hardware store was closed the entire day. So some area residents believe this was because of deer hunting season. Bernice Warden's son, who was actually the, sher- the deputy sheriff, his name was Frank Warden, he entered the store around 5 p.m. to find the store's cash register open and bloodstains on the floor. Obviously, it looks like a murder, or it looks like a robbery gone sideways. Right. But this is a small town, so you got to imagine they don't. This doesn't happen all the time. I mean, everybody knows everybody. Mm-hmm. So, Frank Warden told investigators that Ed Gein had been in the store the evening before the disappearance, and that he would return the next morning for a gallon of antifreeze. A sales slip for a gallon of antifreeze was the last receipt written by Warden on the morning she disappeared. Can you believe they writ they wrote down receipts? That's so crazy to me. Yeah. Get a printer, you idiots. Yeah, but I mean that was uh, printers online. Not everybody was online. I don't even think printers were a thing in 1957. Oh no, they weren't. I'm just saying, even when they were, if you yeah. if you didn't have, you know, like I don't know, I'm from a small town where you had like tire shops and shit like that. Yeah, they weren't doing that. Yeah, no, you just buy the thing and then. Well, you had the like the receipts it. were like the little like the little keypad number pad thing that like it clicks. Yeah, yeah, it has really like the cool. squares has, on like, it and it's has, like, like green. The fat roll of paper on it. Yeah. Yeah. Or they have the ones that, like, that's, like, a little booklet, and it's, like, I think it's green, and then it has, like, the carbon copy behind yeah. it, and then it has little squares on it, you write down. Dude, my yeah, landlord like, a, in, in which Yeah, yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, he, yeah. like, I would write him a check, and then he would just, like, write it down in his little notebook. Yeah, my landlord, when I lived in Louisiana, like, right before I got out of the Army, my landlord there, she would, uh, her name was Tammy. She was such a bitch. I hated her so much. But when I give her my rent, she would write down a little receipt like that and give it to me. Oh, man. So, yeah, I mean, I guess it's still Mr. Youngblood was dope, dude. Shout out to Mr. Youngblood. Dude, Shout like, out to Tammy. I hope you fucking choke on one of those receipts. Dude, he was such an old dude. He ran like a like a cut-rate tire shop, like gas station in middle town. Nice. Yeah, that's really small. That's small town shit right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he just sit out front all day and just... Dude, man, this is making me nostalgic. Yeah, yeah, small town shit, for sure. Small town shit? There's a country song about that out there somewhere. There's a song in that. Uh... So on the evening of the same day, Gein was arrested at a West Plainfield grocery store and the Washara County Sheriff's Department searched the Gein farm. A county sheriff's deputy discovered Warden's decapitated body in a shed on Gein's property, and I don't think we went into how she was displayed. No. She was hung upside down by her legs with a crossbar at her ankles and ropes at her wrists. The torso was, quote, dressed out like a deer. She had been shot with a twenty-two caliber rifle, and the mutilations were made after her death. That's fucking crazy. Was there any blood left, or was it fresh? 
I'd assume it was all drained out. Like Dexter style, or like it was. It was. I imagine it was much, much messier. Well, Dexter was a professional, so yeah, it was definitely messier. Yeah, well, and fictional, but right. There is a real life. Oh, hear that? Trademark. Dr Pepper cracking. I drink so much soda; it's disgusting. Yeah. But anyway, no, there was a real life serial killer of serial killers. I think I've talked talked to you about him before. Um, but yeah, yeah so I believe her blood was probably drained because I know when you dress out a deer, when you hang him upside down, you drain the blood like that. Mm. And Ed Gein was a hunter. Oh, so. okay. So yeah, it probably was clean. Yeah, but like we said last time, when he was uh, questioned about it, he said between 1947 and 1952, he made as many as 40 visits to three local graveyards and dug up recently buried bodies. While he was in a daze like state. 40? 40 visits. He didn't dig up 40 bodies. Oh. But he, d- he went, admit, went 40 times. Yeah. And he said on about 30 of those visits, he said he came out of the daze while in the cemetery, left the grave in good order, and returned home empty handed. And on the other occasions, he dug up the graves of recently buried middle aged women who he res- had resembled his mother and took the bodies home, where he tanned their skins to make his. They put paraphernalia, which is, I don't think, appropriate. <laughs> but yeah, he did. He admitted to stealing from nine graves, uh, nine local cemeteries, and investigator, and he led them to the locations. Uh, let me see. The caskets were inside wooden boxes. The top of the boxes were about two feet. Okay, so... <clears throat> Alan... Willimovsky of the State Crime Laboratory participated in opening the three test graves identified by Gein. The caskets were inside wooden boxes. The top boards ran crossways, not lengthwise, not lengthwise, not up and down. They ran side to side. The tops of the boxes were about two feet below the surface in sandy soil. Gein had robbed the graves soon after the funerals while the graves were not completed. The test graves were exhumed because authorities were uncertain as to whether the slight Gein was capable of single-handedly digging up a grave during a single evening because it's like digging up a grave is one thing, but opening up a casket and dragging an entire body of a middle-aged husky woman out would be a whole other thing. Sounds like a lot of work. Sounds like a lot of fucking I don't know what kind of tools he had. Maybe he had like an engine lift or like a fucking... You know. No, he didn't have anything. Maybe he had his own, you know how like at funerals they have like the belts that lower the casket into the ground? Like maybe he had his own setup, you know? I don't think so. They didn't say anything about anything like that, so. He like drove a hearse, but like the back of it was <laughs> hollowed out on the bottom, so he just pulled over the grave, lower down, pick it up, close the trap. You're sounding very much like away. you have ideas of how to dig up women's bodies. I just, that just came to me. Just a, 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 a an imaginary just, car that I just invented. It's just it like, came to you so you can come on them. I get it. Wow, really take a turn, man. You're the one talking about digging up women on Ed with King's your hearse behalf. crane deal. I'm just saying, and it's recorded for everyone crane to hear. They I, all I know just, now. you know, I, yeah, okay, fine, whatever, dude. Okay, so fuck me, right? <laughs> Are you gonna fuck them? <laughs> 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 Jesus fuck dude Okay 
Uh, so, soon after his mother's death, he claimed he began to create a, quote, woman suit. Now, we talked about that last time, but we're going to talk about it a little bit more because this is the the one, what do you call the meat and potatoes of the Gein story. And this is where Leatherface came from as well. So, if you're a Texas Chainsaw fan, this is where this whole idea came from. So, he wanted to create this woman suit so that he could literally become his mother, and he said to literally crawl into her skin. He said he didn't have sex with them. We told him that. We talked about that last time. Uh, he did admit to shooting Mary Hogan to death, who was the, uh, who was a tavern owner missing since 1954, whose head was found in his home. But he later denied memory of details of her death, which, I mean... Like, well, it matters. Convenient. Her head's in your house, bro. <laughs> your head is in the... We already have the evidence. We can give a shit about the story. Say, yeah. <laughs> you can say like, there's nothing. literally her head is in yeah, your house. Dude, dude, so, yeah, only you. her head. We got That's you. worse yeah. than her head and her body. Yeah. Her entire... Just her head. Yeah, dude. It's somehow worse. Especially but in the 1950s when there's, you know, there's no forensics. Right. I mean, you don't need it for this. We're like, not, oh, they're, yep. they're not too far from Salem. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah, like, oh, geez, boys, their heads right here. We don't even, we don't even need to call the crime lab. Just send them on back. The heads, the heads. Hey, Jerry, that no, the heads in here. Don't, don't send those guys. We don't need them. There's a terrible that's, that's probably, accent. That was really good. That was better than last time. <laughs> Come on uh, now. Okay. I thought it was good. Come on, give me some credit. That was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it was good for a guy that's not from the Midwest. Okay. Well, let's hear your Midwestern accent hey, since no. you're such an expert. I'm playing that game. We leave the accents yeah. to you, my friend. Yeah, it's what I thought. Yeah, shut up. That's <laughs> what I thought. <laughs> uh, but no, a 16-year-old kid uh, whose parents were friends of Ed Gein... Uh, reported that Gein kept shrunken heads in his house, uh, and he described as relic. Gein described them as relics from the Philippines sent by his cousin, who had served on the island during World War II. Upon investigation by the police, they were determined to be human facial skins, carefully peeled from corpses and used as used by Gein as masks. I mean, Halloween is coming up. Yeah. If you want to save yourself some time and money. Head on down to Gein's costumes, and you could get yourself the most realistic-looking woman mask you have ever seen. Yeah. You know why, right? Because it's real. Yes. It's a real woman's face, and you can wear it for the low price of nineteen ninety-five. That's it. That's a pretty good deal for a crime. Yeah, man. You're gonna pay more than that if you're fucking, you know, eating human meat. Oh. Well, I mean, he didn't eat it. I mean, if you're going to eat it, you're going to pay I'm a hefty I'm just saying, like the cost of a amount. human being, yeah, 20 bucks is fucking... Well, Gein's getting them from free. There's no overhead. He's digging them up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's not paying people to kill them and bring them to him. He's digging them up. There's mm-hmm. no... It's a good business model. Absolutely. And this is a real business, I mean, huh? Yep. Sure is. Mm-hmm. So, How many, how many also, bass did he sell? Uh, zero so far. Kind of like our big cartel, we've sold nothing. And it's made from cotton. It's not even made from human skin, and we haven't sold anything. So head on over to our big cartel, and uh, you can get a shirt made out of not human skin. So Ed Gein never sold a mask? No, what? No, he never sold anything. Okay. It was his own, his own deal. I mean, if you're good at something, you know, I guess he wanted to keep it to himself. Okay, yeah, I figured, yeah. So if I was so digging up bodies and cutting off... No, he didn't have a fucking marketing team marketing his woman's suit. Yeah. Oh, God, can you imagine, like, him ha- like him just trying to pump out, like, ten of them because he's got orders <laughs> piling up? <laughs> he's got an Etsy page. 
it's just like uh, bloody uh, disgusting fucking, fucking pictures. Uh, he's on Poshmark fucking selling masks. <laughs> Hey, I got this nipple uh, belt here. <laughs> he's making coasters. He's making fucking. He's making bowls. He's yeah. making curtains. He's making. He's making gloves. I oh, mean, dude, it's a shabby chic as fuck, bro. The dude's up to yeah. his eyeballs in fucking human skin, and he just just can't yes. make the stuff fast enough. He needs to get a sewing machine. Yeah, he was doing everything by hand. Yeah, man, he's a real. He's an artist. Because when you when you use the machine, it's the machine doing the work. But when he makes it with his hands, he gets to yeah. he gets to feel the skin. Yeah. You know, he gets to feel the skin on his skin and smell it. Putting love into that, you know. Yeah. If that's love and what other other body fluids he probably put in there. Oh, I think you know. Because honestly, I think it's crazy that he didn't get any sexual satisfaction. This was all because he wanted to be a woman. And we're getting into the psychology a little bit early, but I'm fine with that because I've been looking forward to talking about it with you. But like I said last time, I think if he would have had access to a medical sex change, that he would not have dug these ones. Maybe he would have dug up one uh, or two. Man, I don't know. That's that's extremely hypothetical, dude. I can't, the thing, I can't explain his, his mental illness. Like, I don't... I'm not an expert by any means. Um, right. But... I mean, it's just not even, it's a, what if my aunt had balls, you know? Like, she'd be my uncle. It's just a ridiculous what if, you know what I mean? So, it, was, it wasn't even the time when, I mean, the sex change thing is still so fresh in 2019, you know what I mean? So, right, it's but just, I mean, I, it's hard to think about, for me, anyway. It's like, he was just I don't a think fucked up dude. I mean, because he he's not a fucked up guy. I mean, he is a fucked up guy. Fucked don't get me wrong. He okay. You said he was admirable on the last episode, so don't give me shit yeah, now. Yeah, because sure he was a virgin. Yeah. You fucking nerds. Ab- but I think I think being a grown man and uh, and keeping your abstinence that is admirable. I didn't say that he as a, as an individual was admirable. Oh, so his act was admirable. That single, yeah, but that act is incident. general to like society. Like, like, I mean, anybody that like withstands temptation. Well, and, like, I mean, at the same time, like, I don't dope. think he. Okay, so I mean, he obviously had so, schizophrenia. He had some mental issues. Yeah, but nobody's all bad and nobody's all good. Okay, right? Yeah, you hear that, Christians? Individual, but it, yeah, there were some good qualities about him. No, I'm not arguing with you about the, the yeah, abstinence thing. I'm talking about if I'm talking about I don't think Ed Gein was necessarily a bad guy. I think that he obviously had some mental issues, but I think that Oh, absolutely. But I, Well, obviously, you don't dig up a, de- a dead body any, for fun. I don't know. Like I just I think like well, no, I'm not not to that, but like I just I'm saying you know, in relation to any other fucking similar crime or just heinous act that someone's ever done, you know, it's it's development, upbringing. You know, he just he didn't have. Right. The well, I mean, not every time, needed. and that's not every time though. Because no. look at BTK, he was a killer just because he's right, a fucking this, asshole. Just, yeah, but like Ed Gein, his his behavior didn't just happen overnight. He was surrounded. He was isolated. There were he adults had no, that just didn't pay attention yeah. to what was going on, so he just kind of was right. So we don't have any devices. record of anything like that. I mean, his dad was a piece of yeah. shit, obviously, but no serial killer he has was, a great he was dad for failure. Okay, it's part of life. Sometimes it happens. And he just right. I mean, it's a combination. 
like you said, of his of his upbringing, but also his mental illness didn't help, and his love for his mother right. and I mean, her dying and being his everything didn't. I mean, yeah, the era love the, makes the, you do crazy the, shit. The decade that they were in, it just yeah, there was nothing. He was just doomed. There's nothing. I going guess, but him. I still stand behind. If he would have had access to right, a, but that wasn't the time. Right, but I'm saying, well, yeah, it's a what if, obviously. Yes, I'm saying it's a what if, but yeah, like but, you said, you know, it's crazy what if. What ifs? It's yeah, they're kind of hard to, you know, they're just fucking boring to me. Yeah. Okay. Well, for the sake <laughs> of my argument, I think that that if he would have had access to a medical sex change, he might not have been digging up bodies and cutting their skin off to become a woman and become his mother. I would say that I'm not qualified enough to argue that, but it's... Thank you. It's that a, means I'm right. Well, no, it's a stretch, but it, it would be nice if he were in a time period where he could openly express himself a little more than he could. That way he would have outlets. Right, he was in a very small town. Shit and, like, misdirecting this... You know, well, I mean, developing an aggression and not knowing how to create. A, I don't yeah, think he was an aggressive guy. I mean, he killed two people. Obviously, he, he says some aggression. Aggressive. Co- co- no, he okay. wasn't. Okay, here's the thing. He was a docile guy. Are you fucking kidding me? And he killed two women. It, and how did he do it? The way, the fact that he, he shot them. That's like the okay. least no, no, aggressive no, 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 way to no, no, kill no, no, somebody. No. Let's say. Yes, it is. Oh, that's fine. Let's say that he paid someone to shoot them. Okay. Let's say that he wasn't even the fucking gunman. Okay. You're going to tell me that a human being is capable of tying up and skinning and cleaning a human corpse. Like that a individual dead one? Yes. is easy. Go- like you're out of your fucking mind, dude. Not easy going. I'm not saying I want to have a fucking beer with the guy, but I'm saying I don't he wasn't like attacking He was aggressive. People he okay. He, some parts of him were aggressive, but I mean, I, it, it doesn't matter. Like attacking, he was he was mutilating human bodies, man. Okay, fine, I, you're right. But I that's don't. I mean, so when I think of aggressive, like, I think con- of like Ted like, Bundy. No, man, that's like so confrontational. Like you're you're getting up in, you're getting your hands dirty in like the most. It's just fucking insane, bro. Like seriously, I'm not saying that he was not that he didn't have some aggressive qualities, Sounds but I'm like saying he wasn't. Go to a barbecue with him, bro. I would not go to a barbecue with him. Sounds like you'd go to a fucking art gallery with him, dude. Probably not, because he'd probably wear his fucking woman suit, and that's embarrassing. Well, not in 2019. You can't talk like that, dude. That's hate speech. You can't wear a dead woman's skin in 2019, either. It's always well, no. gonna be bad. Well, Larry, you can't be all But what bad. I'm saying is, comparatively, to someone like Ted Bundy, or someone like John Wayne Gacy, Ed Gein is docile. In in the realm okay in the realm of serial killers <laughs> listen to me listen to me in yeah, the realm of serial are, yeah. killers he's docile okay Ted Bundy murdered beat women with a fucking log John Wayne Gacy strangled boys and fucked them I mean the only other they person who was someone different mediums used I okay get yes that. yes yes different degrees but, of aggressiveness Ed Keen is uh, at the bottom. I don't know. Yeah, that's. I don't know. I can't agree to that. He's down there with Son of Sam because that dude is not very aggressive. Subjective, though. Right, it is. But I'm. Sa- that's think, what I'm saying. In the realm of to, what th- we're talking about. Yeah, but I think it's much more sensical to instead of putting them in their own fucking tiers, you just have a room and you put all of them in the same fucking room. And then you set the room on fire. No, I mean rehabilitation is. I'm still a fan of, it, and I support getting help over being thrown in a fucking box because that's not going to help anybody. But, right, well, I mean, but you know, some people as far it. as, like, 
I think they should all be housed in the same facility as far as placement. Yeah, you're not going to pay me enough to work there. Well, I mean, luckily, we there's enough good people out there that are willing to do that. Hey, hey I'm, a, I'm a good person, but I don't want to be around a bunch of aggressive-ass no, serial killers. I'm not saying that you're not a good person. I'm just, like me, I like I like behavior. I, I like what I do, but I don't want But you want to hang out with Jim, was and, fucking uh, Jeffrey Dahmer? Well, I, you know, I Or just, Ted Bundy? No, no, no. Exactly, that's what no, I'm saying. You don't want to teach them it's anything. it's not because it's, it's a judgment towards another human being. It's... The environment that I don't want to subject myself right, to. Right, I already know what you're capable of. I'm not judging you at this point. I'm fucking yeah. scared of you. Yeah, yeah, like I don't, yeah. Like I want you to be my friend, but I don't even know if that's possible. Like I, I don't want even, to get you're not even you, capable of feeling friendship. Real, I don't know what you're thinking when I'm even being nice. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. So, yeah. no, I shouldn't say crazy because now that's just such a negative that's a, that's Yeah, that's a bad word to say. Well, I wouldn't say uh, bad word. I don't want to be sarcastic Disturbed. About it, um... They're disturbed no, individuals. No, not even disturbed. Like, um, it, it, so in in special education, ED used to be emotionally disturbed, but it's so it's pretty derogatory. It's disturbed, like you're like the band. Like even yeah, okay. You're only helping prove my point. Um, <laughs> the but, band is terrible. But um, yeah, it just you're 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 labeling a kid disturbed. Like it, I don't know. It just seems so broken and fucking weird yeah i mean i guess that's a good that you're right about that's a good point okay i didn't mean, I mean we, we, we've gotten way off sense. track i mean we're going down we have we still have a lot more to talk about, about but shit we don't really know what we're talking about but well you know more about it you have a degree in the shit i well, know nothing i'm talking about my opinion on i have a degree in testing serial like, you killers. Know, like you know cognitive tests and shit like that but uh, yeah it's it's no like there's so many more people in positions that are just way more intense than mine i mean i'm at the bottom you're down there with Ed Gein and his aggressiveness. Yeah, we're in the same tier. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So should we move on now? Because we've so. yelled at each other probably quite enough. If, is there anyone still listening? I don't feel like you're yelling uh, at me. I feel like I was yelling a I feel bit. Like that's your normal tone, dude. <laughs> I think everyone's just used to it by now. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't. I mean. So he was also a suspect in several other unsolved cases in Wisconsin, including. The 1953 disappearances of Evelyn Hartley, who was a uh, a babysitter, but that's not his demographic, so that wouldn't have made any sense. So his trial, we're gonna get into that now, and then the fate of his property, and then we're gonna be winding this down pretty soon. So, November 21st, 1957, he was arraigned on one court on one count of first degree murder in Walshara County Court. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Uh, where he pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity. Gein was diagnosed with schizophrenia and found mentally incompetent, and he was unfit for trial then. He was sent to the Central State Hospital for the Criminally Insane, which is now the Dodge Correctional Institution. It's a maximum security facility in Wisconsin, and he was later transferred to Medota State Hospital in Madison, Wisconsin. So they moved him when they changed it to a... Yeah, I'm assuming and they moved it after they changed it to a correctional oh, cool. facility. That's, well, that's good. So, in 1968, doctors, doctors determined Gein was mentally able, was, quote, mentally able to confer with counsel and participate in his defense. The trial began in November 1970. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Am I having a stroke right now? <laughs> the trial began on November 7th, 1968 and lasted one week. A psychiatrist testified that Gein had told him that he did not know whether the killing of Bernice Warden was intentional or accidental. 
Gein had told him that while he examined a gun in Warden's store, the gun went off, killing her. Gein testified that after trying to load a bullet into the rifle, it discharged, and he said it was not, and he did not aim the rifle at Warden and did not remember anything else that happened that morning. I mean, that, I'm why not even going to say, that's the worst, I, the worst defense. Yeah, like, why are you loading a gun in the store? I, I mean, I don't know how the 50s were. I mean, people might have did that. Maybe, maybe it was different. Yeah, maybe that was normal, but <laughs> fucking crazy. Uh, man, yeah, that's. I was uh, talking, and not to get off topic, but my dad, I was talking to my dad on the phone the other day, and he was saying that he was in a, in a shop the other day, and he was looking at this, uh, he was looking at this, I can't remember if it was a rifle or a shotgun, but it was, it, he, you know, he liked the gun, it was beautiful, he was holding it, looking at it, and uh, the guy, my dad was like, hey, do you, you know, do you also sell the ammunition for this? And he was like, yeah. So, and I think he said it was like a young kid behind the counter. So, a young kid basically he grabbed a box of rounds and like slid them across the counter to my dad. And my dad's sitting there with the firearm. He's like, hey man, like I, I can't take those from you, bro. Like, like it, you just like I'm a stranger to you. And this is Texas. So, and it's funny that you know the Second Amendment is so popular now. But it, the fact that. The, the guy behind the counter provided ammo and a firearm to a guy that just wanted to look at shit. Yeah, but did the gun have, like, that lock on the trigger, or did he take all that off? No. No to which one? No, there, no, there, no, there was no lock, no, there was no lock on it. Yeah, that's pretty stupid, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty fucking dumb, I But I was say. telling him, I was like, you know how easily you could have gotten shot? Like, let's say that, like, you know... Some, you know, veteran bro at the other end of the fucking store is looking down and sees my dad, who's a stranger, uh, with, he's just loading a weapon. Or he's got, you know, he's got ammo with a fucking fire. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I could see like, how dude, he could be confused. He could that. easily be like, oh, I'm going to do a good thing, and I'm going to take that guy down. I'm and, the good know, like, guy he, with a gun. Yeah, so it's like, fuck, dude. So, yeah, like, my dad was like, no, nah, I can't hate you. Why don't you put those back? I was just asking if you carried it. Like, <laughs> He's like, yeah, bro, here you go. Look. Actually, here's the same gun, but loaded already. Here you go. Tosses it across the fucking counter yeah. to him. No, it's basically what fucking happened. <laughs> oh, Off shit. safety. Like, he's just like, yeah, dude. Take it for a test spin, bro. Actually, we got some uh, we got some guys out back. You want to just, you can go shoot at them. They're not doing anything. Yeah, dude. We, we like to shoot at the ones that don't work, so. Anyway, but yeah, that's, yeah, the fucking, the gun thing. Yeah, that's crazy. Pretty funny, though. I will say. So, at the request of the defense, Gein's trial was held without a jury, uh, with Judge Robert H. Galmar presiding. Uh, Gein was found guilty by Galmar on November 14th. A second trial dealt with Gein's sanity, and after testimony by doctors for the prosecution and defense, Galmar ruled Gein, quote, not guilty by reason of insanity and ordered him committed to Central State Hospital for the Criminally Insane, and Gein spent his rest of life, rest of his life in a mental hospital. Judge Golmar wrote, Due to prohibitive costs, Gein was tried for only one murder, that, was, that of Mrs. Warden. Wow. He also admitted to killing Mary Hogan. So I don't know why. Well, I mean, yes, I guess I mean, he was digging people up, so yeah. he wasn't really killing people. That's why you don't think that he's a very aggressive guy. 
Comparatively, I don't think he's an aggressive guy. Don't twist my words up now. Come on. <laughs> right on, dude. So Ed Gein's house and the 195-acre property were appraised at $4,700, which is equivalent Jesus. to $41,000 in 2018. Uh, his possessions were scheduled to be auctioned off May 30th, 1958. Uh, amidst, amidst rumors that the house and the land it stood on might become a tourist attraction, early on the morning of March 20th, the house was destroyed by fire. A fire marshal reported that a rubbish fire had been set 75 feet from the house by a cleaning crew, uh, and that the hot coals—I'm sorry—the hot coals were recovered from the spot of the bonfire, and fire from the bonfire's location did not travel along the ground to the house. So how the fuck does that even? Did the fire well, jump? Well, if, if no, if it's an old house, I mean, it just takes like the smallest ember to like float over and land on that. I mean, I guess house, man. the the electrical, like everything, is old and fucking. So yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that you know it wasn't sabotage, but it was. It was 100 percent. It's arson. very plausible for sure. I think I it mean, was 100 percent arson. Uh, I mean, okay. I mean, it it does meet the narrative nicely for sure, but I believe. Accidents do happen, and coincidences also. But right, I mean, whatever. So when but there, I mean, yeah, like the 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 material, like just the decaying house and shit. Yeah, it's very very likely that like an ember from a fucking burn barrel or whatever the fuck a fire pit. I mean, that's why a lot of like you can't have fires in forest areas during certain months because people are fucking stupid and they have to have like big bonfires. But if you do a small bonfire, a small fire that's good enough for like a little bit of warmth and cooking on. Mm-hmm. But people are you know? stupid and ruin it for everyone. Right. Or or the materials like I only burn wood. So you have people that throw like paper plates and shit on there. So when that paper plate starts to burn. It starts to float. Yeah, and then it so it just floats away, the and then it lands in a fucking pond tree, mm-hmm. and then you know the whole forest goes down. But yeah, so it could be either I, one oh, here. Yeah, yeah. So when Ed found out uh, about the house burning down, he shrugged and said, "Just as well." <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's straight to the point. You can't deny him that. His car, he, he, his, uh, his 1949... Socially, he just probably just wasn't aware of, like, how to feel about that. Yeah, he was like, well, whose house now? Yeah, I don't know how to, like, yeah, I don't, I, maybe he's not aware that you're supposed to be upset about that, or... It, not upset, but, like, you know, just take a minute to reflect. Yeah, he didn't care. He just didn't... Yeah, it would, I, I wouldn't say that he didn't care, he just didn't... Perhaps he lacked that ability to, uh, you know, uh, process... Anyway. Yeah, I mean, I guess he just... I mean, that would make sense. He didn't know how to feel about it. So his uh, 1949 Ford sedan, which was used to haul the bodies of his victims, was sold at public auction for a whopping $760, oh, which is equivalent damn. to $6,600 in 2018. That's, that's a pretty good price, I guess. That's rotting in a fucking garage right now. Uh, it was actually sold to Bunny Gibbons, who uh, had a carnival sideshow. Carnival sideshow, and he charged carnival goers twenty five cents to see it. Come on down to Bunny Gibbons Carnival Sideshow. You can see Ed Gein's car, the one he hauled the bodies in for twenty five cents. <laughs> like that? I did. Thank you. I did. Have you ever thought about just going into like the carny biz and just announcing? No, I've never. Has never crossed my mind. I've thought about being a voice like actor it. before. I thought that'd be pretty fun. No, 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 no. All right. Well, fuck let's, my dreams. Let's keep it simple. Uh, yeah. they're dead anyway. 
So um, yeah, let's, let's be realistic. So Gein did die at Mendota Mental Health Institute due to respiratory failure uh, secondary to lung cancer on July 26, 1984, at the old age of 77. It's not old. That's pretty old. That's old as fuck, it's dude. It's not old. That's dude, my old. grandfather was 95. He'll be 96 in March, and he still drives at night. Right. And the motherfucker <laughs> is a it's boss. It's weird that that's the thing he does. It's weird. It's, it is. Like, most 96-year-olds aren't driving at night, dude. Are you kidding most me? Most 96-year-olds aren't awake. That's half the reason... That's half the reason he can he can bag half the women he sleeps with. <laughs> okay, let's not get I into mean, your grandfather's sexual life. Let's move on. No, man, like like, like I mean, the, 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 let's get, let's be real. The man is a gentleman. He's a man's 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 man. Okay, oh, and if man. I'm half the man that he ever is, I'm doing all right. Yeah. But he has. I mean, he he can pull a, a woman like 30, 40 years younger than him just because he can drive at night. Is my point. <laughs> Man, I'm doing it all wrong. It's not a very yeah. It's man, like, it's it's not common. I guess not. He's still yeah. I mean, he's a retired accountant. His brain's sharp as fuck. He's a man's 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 man, dude. Well, there like, you go. Plain and simple. So over the years, yeah. souvenir seekers Braun, chipped bro. pieces of uh, Gein's gravestone at Plainfield Cemetery, and those until the stone itself was stolen in uh, the year 2000. So it was recovered. It was recovered in June 2001 near Seattle. And was placed in storage at the Washua. Fuck, I don't know. It was placed in the county sheriff's department. What, you storage. fucked that word up every fucking time you've said it yes, in this episode. I have. If anyone knows how to say it, please let me know. <laughs> the grave itself is now unmarked, but not unknown. And Gein uh, is buried between his parents and brother in the cemetery. Which is probably how he would have wanted it. Actually, he probably would have rather be buried on top of his mother. Or in or her. In her. <laughs> ah, yeah, in her. Jinx. So that wraps up Ed Gein, everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I had a good time talking about this lunatic. But uh, you can follow me on Instagram at How the Dad's Chill. You can follow Johnny on Instagram at Johnny Two Jokes. You can follow Brittany at Trapped House. You can follow the show at The Chilling Truth Podcast. Don't forget, we do have a Patreon page. You guys can go on there and become a patron. And you can get some more out of the show. Shout out to Austin, who is our first $5 patron we've ever had. He Dude, is our you, only Austin. patron at the moment. <laughs> but uh, he, he was very excited to tell... Is he a cousin? What? He's called? Brittany's husband. Nice. And he was very excited to tell her that he's a patron of the show now. Right on, right on. Well, thank yeah. you, Dude, Appreciate we you. appreciate it very much. For and sure. uh, go to our Big Cartel page. We have some shirts and a hat and a phone case on there. You guys can buy some of our stuff. And uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. And we'll be back next week with a, another episode. By next so, week, it may be a month and four <laughs> weeks. You never know. <laughs> so. We don't either. Yeah. So thank you. And Later. Uh, we'll catch you guys on the flippity flip. See ya. <laughs>